Welcome to Wine About It. Grab your glass, grab your bestie, because this Wednesday, the wine is all on us. So, we have our beverages, and this week, Sam's a little bit different. So, I have um, my tea. Love it. I have, and it's different than wine this week because we're not together. I have a very dirty martini. Dirty. These olives. Because we're fancy like that over here. (laughs) So fancy. So before we talk about our content that we had planned for today, let's talk about why we're separated. Like why are we together? I don't love it. But ironically, after last week's podcast, all about COVID, COVID got like real pissed off at us and entered my house. So we're, yeah, so we're just like hunkered down, getting through it and, uh, you know, amping up our vitamin C intake and hot tea beverages. Love it. Yeah. And like socially distancing over the internet. So I have martini, Sam has tea. It's um, (laughs) So no wine, but still totally ready to wine. But whining always. So yeah. so what are we going to whine about today? So by the time this airs, obviously, we'll be well into, we'll be like tiptoes into 2023. Right. So the thing that's been, I guess, on our minds, my mind, everyone's minds, are New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. So, Miria. Samantha. I wanted to totally nerd out because I did some research on like how New Year's celebrating and New Year's resolutions like came to be a thing. <laughs> okay. So like grab your martini. Do you want story time? Yes. I'm, I'm, Are I you ready? She's ready, my friends. Okay. So 4,000 years ago, right? Yeah. Yes. That's the face. That's the appropriate face. So 4,000 years ago, the Babylonians, remember those little friends? They didn't celebrate New Year's in January. They celebrated it in like March for like their first crops of the season that they were planting. And they had like a 12-day religious-based festival. And in their 12-day festival, they would have to pay like their debts back, any debts that they had. Mm -hmm. And then they would have to like atone for any mistakes that they made and give anything back that they borrowed. So like this was a precursor to like celebrating New Year's and the concept of a resolution. Like you were wiping the slate clean to start the new year, right? So then you fast forward to good old Julius Caesar. Mm, I remember him. You remember him? You know that guy? Yeah. You know that guy? Mm -hmm, Julius, right? He just decided January 1st was going to be the day. So... He decreed that January 1st is going to be the new year. And again, it was like a religious-based holiday. So the Romans would um, do like a sacrifice to the deities for any, like to atone for any mistakes that they had made again the previous year. But then they would also like set intentions for the year ahead, like make promises to the gods about, you know, they were going to be so much better than they were the year before. That very much aligns more with how we make New Year's resolutions today, except ours are not religious, typically. That's interesting. Interesting, right? Okay, that's story time. I didn't know that. I I really hadn't thought about it. 
So now my question is, yes, Miria, how do you feel about New Year's resolutions? Hmm. Um, They're not my favorite. Same. No, like I'm right there with you. I actually like, I hate the concept of New Year's resolutions. Like obviously it's a good thing in theory, Mm. but I'm someone who like, I am so afraid of failure. And I feel like whenever I set myself up for these like lofty goals that are like too far out, like this whole year, I'm going to whatever it is mm-hmm. without like a very clear goal oriented process for like how I'm going to achieve what I actually want to just like having a blanket thing. It's like, I'm just setting myself up to feel disappointed that I'm not doing whatever it is. I think the intention of setting maybe not a resolution, but setting an end goal isn't a bad thing in itself. You can't, I feel like people have to be real with themselves and it's easy to get swept up in like the magic of the new year and all of the endless opportunities, but it's still just a day. Right. How do we, because goals are still really important. Like what is the best way for you that you've found to set a goal and to stick to it? Honestly, I am really horrible. At doing that it is, it is a huge weakness of mine okay. so like it's like real talk yeah I really I ha- I struggle with that because I always set goals too big okay and then I don't have like a plan to like get to the goal I just want the goal what, what are your thoughts it's interesting because as you're talking about the idea of choosing goals that are like too vague Like, I feel like my life goals, the older I get, are starting to like really solidify Mm. ways. And yet they're still very vague. Like, I want to be more comfortable in my own skin and with who I am as a person in all the facets of my life. And I then also want to be more present. Mm. And like, these are the things I keep coming back to all the time. And that's like, very vague but also kind of specific (laughs) I just had a thought about like the concept of a resolution is pretty negative like we think of them as like a positive like I'm making a positive change usually Um, but the concept in itself is pretty negative like you want to change something about yourself because you don't like it yeah it's not like having gratitude for how far we've come and treasuring who we are as we are, meeting ourselves where we are. It's about, I'm not good enough as I am. And I either want something more or I want to be something more different. Right. And like, we're taught to think of them as like good things and you're making good changes. And while that might be true, maybe that's why we don't stick to them. Yeah. Yeah. So if if we think of it, like screw resolutions then let's think of them as like growth goals right goals are not a bad thing depending on the intent and the purpose yeah so if our goal is growth in a way that honors who we are and allows us to strive for being better without it compromising the integrity of what we already are and the health and wellness of what we already are then I'm all for it 
it sounds like a shit ton of work, but I am not mad at it. It's not going to feel great for a while. Right. There's a level of discomfort. Yeah. So that's kind of what it takes. Like even really, and I think maybe that's what we need to accept that if we're going to set a goal for our own personal growth, there's going to be discomfort. It's not going to all be like statuses we can throw up on Facebook and say, look how great we're doing. Mm. You know, there's going to be discomfort. There's going to be shaking things up. And, you know, as long as we're intentional and we have that goal in mind, eventually, hopefully we get to the good stuff. Like that's why you have to do the work because it's not easy. And nobody can do it for you, which is like the worst thing ever. (laughs) Right. And there's also that personal growth that comes from figuring out what you need to do, you know? Yeah. I mean, to my next question, Mm -hmm. what is your New Year's resolution? Hold on. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) My New Year's resolution is to be more open to experiences. Mm and opportunities. I just want to be more open and say yes a little bit more to things. And I guess like maybe when it comes to both of our vague resolution growth goals, so like you wanting to be more open and me wanting to be more comfortable in my own skin, maybe that's like our question for the year. So rather than a goal, just when, you know, when things arise, you're asking yourself, am I being open? Mm. in this moment am I being open and for me like in this moment in this interaction whatever it is that I'm facing am I being comfortable with who I am or am I being who I am yeah am I being myself because I feel like maybe that's the little hidden way we actually start to chip away at getting where we want to go with our goals by asking ourselves the right questions. I think that's a great way to look at it. And it's a different way to approach it rather than just saying, I'm going to be more open. Right. Taking it experience by experience and interaction by questioning, am I being open? Yeah. Which is honoring you where you're at. It's meeting yourself where you're at and acknowledging like, maybe I'm not being open in this moment. Like it's still be your hope for yourself. And maybe the next time it comes around, you can answer differently. Yeah. And the same thing with you, like knowing that you have like a people pleasing personality type, is that being true to honoring who you are? I want to feel comfortable always just being that and accepting, you know, if you don't like it, that's okay. Right. And it's a reflection that I'm bad as who I am. I think for you, and like, correct me if I'm wrong, obviously, but like understanding also like the people that you surround yourself with, like that, those have to be reflections of who you truly are as well. Because you are the company you keep. So if the people surrounding you aren't allowing you to be your true and honest self, then that goal is not attainable. That's where the discomfort is going to come from. Because if I make choices 
that really are just, or I, or I speak out and say really what is in my heart, what is in my mind, and somebody doesn't like it and is put off by it, then I have to accept that they might choose not to be a friend of mine or not to spend time with me. And I have to accept that that's a consequence of being who I truly am. And even though that that might not feel good in the moment, becoming and being comfortable and loving who I really am and just being that all the time sounds amazing. See, 2023 is looking up. This is going to be our year. So I'm all out. I had no wine. Sad. That is sad. So next week, I'll have to, we'll have to make up for it. Yeah, absolutely. So let us know. What, what should we drink next week? Should it be a white? Should it be a rosé? Yeah. Comment up the wazoo. Tell us what we should drink next week and what you want to hear us whine about because we're mm. always ready. I am always open to whining about literally anything. <laughs> She's saying yes to it, folks. I will say yes to complaining. <laughs> Yay. All right. Well, cheers, lady. Cheers. I don't have anything left. No. Well, maybe a sip. I'll just. Okay. Well, thanks for whining. Mm. Thanks for whining with us. See you next week. See you next week. Bye.